You know there was something magical about Mist, wasn't there? It wasn't just another pixelated monster bash, it was... it was art. Exactly, Robert. The game was an experience. I fondly remember spending whole weekends rolling my head over those intricate riddles. Don't get me started on those puzzles. It really exemplifies the term brain fitness in templates of gaming. True, Christopher. The exploration element was combined brilliantly with those puzzles to create a non-linear gameplay that was unfamiliar yet enthralling. I, for one, felt like being in a whole new form of entertainment. Can you guess how miraculous it felt back then in front of the CRT monitor? Not to forget the beautiful visuals of the game, the detailed graphics, the mesmerizing island environment. They all seemed surreal back in the days. Rightly said, Chalen. It was novel. It was revolutionary. In an era where games usually dictated where the player should go next, Mist gave us wings to fly wherever we wanted. Wouldn't you agree, Robert? Couldn't have expressed better, Christopher. The liberty Mist offered elevated it from a simple game status to a journey of imagination. The game encouraged us to embrace the mystery, and that's why it's so compelling even today. You know, the design of Mist always fascinated me. Indeed, it was extraordinary. The developers meticulously crafted each part of the island to be visually distinct, yet coherent, right? Yes, from the dusky dusk to the intricate mechanisms, everything felt organic and meticulously crafted. Remember how the towers and observatory added an aura of mystery and intrigue? And not to forget the libraries stuffed with law-filled books and journals. The visuals were so detailed it lured us into investigating every nook and cranny of the island. Does anyone remember the pseudo-3D effect of the game? Vividly. Interestingly, the game was actually made using rendered 3D models, which were then converted into slides the player could click through. This gave the illusion of moving through a three-dimensional space while simplifying game design. This non-linear gameplay approach was very innovative for its time, wasn't it? Definitely. This sense of freedom coupled with the eerie stillness of each scene was what hooked us to the game. But the immersive experience of Mist wasn't simply limited to its graphics. You're referring to the interface, aren't you? Exactly. The minimalistic interface of Mist contributed heavily to the immersion. A simple pointer to interact with the world and a camera icon to save progress, that was all. It was all about the player and the environment, enhancing the sense of solitude and brainstorming. But can we really call solitude a design element? Well, I think it might be a bit of a stretch, but the feeling of isolation did add to the game's eerie ambiance. I suspect the designers intended for us to feel this way, so in a sense it was a part of the design. To truly appreciate the design techniques behind Myst, we might want to delve into what made its graphics so distinct from other games of that era. Any thoughts, Christopher? Absolutely. One thing that never fails to amaze me was how much realism they managed to convey in such a technologically constrained era. Myst made use of a technique called pre-rendered 3D graphics. While the actual movement in the game was more of a slideshow, these pre-rendered graphics gave the scenes a level of detail that was out of reach for real-time 3D games of that time. To put it simply, Myst wasn't just a game, it was an art form. It masterfully manipulated the visual elements like color, shape, texture, and light to give us an immersive and spellbinding gaming environment that was distinctly different from its competitors. I remember the first time I loaded up Myst. 
The opening scene where you're in front of that peculiar sunken ship, it blew my mind. I spent so much time investigating every pixel in the game because every screen was like a meticulously crafted painting. The attention to detail and graphical prowess pushed the game to another level of realism that was just beginning to be explored in the video game industry. I completely sympathise with your awe, Christopher. As a gamer back then, Myst was nothing like we've ever seen before. It delivered an unparalleled visual experience and set a new standard in graphics that games are still trying to achieve till this day. We've talked quite a bit about the much-praised graphics, but the storyline is what truly captivated gamers about Myst, a mysteriously abandoned island ripe with intriguing contraptions and hidden paths. Anyone else remembers what it was like, peeling off the layers of the island's enigma? Isn't the story all about you, the player, being drawn into an antique book, then winding up trapped on an island where you slowly unearth clues and solve puzzles in an attempt to return home? Yes, and what made it magnetic was a mix of player isolation and open-ended narrative. The storyline left you unaccompanied on this island with little background. It urged you to push and prod at its world, to unearth the civilization that was once there. I see. So instead of thrusting a bunch of character dialogues or an outright objective, you're made to uncover the narrative yourself. That must have felt incredibly immersive and novel at that time. It did. But more so, it was the potency of the game moments that shaped the whole experience. Like you don't really meet characters. But you do discover abandoned letters, switch-activated recordings, and other narrative breadcrumbs. Yes, and these fractions of information allude to the feuding brothers, Cyrus and Akinar. The dynamic between these brothers, their clashing personalities, and how they are tied to the island's mysterious state, it's also thrilling to untangle. And all this isn't spoon-fed to the player. They have to piece together this sibling rivalry using just environmental cues, notes and tapes. Absolutely, Chalin. The genius of Mist was its ability to build a narrative through the environment itself, the events of the past have already played out. You're just a timeless traveller there to investigate a complex mystery and in the process perhaps change the course of an entire dimension. That open-ended interpretation, fed at your own pace, added a level of dynamism to the narrative. You weren't just reading the sealed history. You were part of deciphering every detail, which made the whole experience more personal, more memorable. Now that's a well-baked storyline. Who wouldn't want to pull apart every inch of this Mist Eichel world and savour it? White Rabbit. The through-the-looking-glass inspirations there, isn't it? Seems so. The aspect of exploring a new fantastical world through a book, it has a similar whimsy to it. Yet Mist is less childlike, with a darker, more unnerving atmosphere. It's like Alice's adventure in Wonderland, but for grown-ups. Does our curiosity in exploring the unknown fuel the narrative tension? Perhaps, Chalin. Developers even said, the game was partly adventurous poetry reflecting the player's childlike curiosity in undiluted exploration. The game teases out that innate human curiosity. There's also a key influence from text-based adventure games, like Zork. In those games, your imagination is your best tool to figure out what's what. Such vague game scripting led to the cryptic nature of Mist. Yes, and the absence of time constraint and danger further fuels the game's curiosity-driven experience. You're free to roam around, experiment, and explore.
the game intelligently channels your curiosity into its unguided navigation. It's interesting how they wrapped up that theme of exploration and discovery within different narrative paths. Can we discuss those a bit? Sure. Mist's storyline branches on the decisions you make related to Cirrus and Akinar. Without giving away the game, you basically get multiple endings based on your investigative process and the choices you make. The brilliance lies in the subtlety of presenting these options, though. It's not the glaring click here for the next path, but it's in the mystery of mechanical gizmos or an innocuous note lying around. Each path is a step in deciphering Mist's history. Recall how Mist broke the mold in terms of gameplay. Mist encompassed unique and intricate puzzles that were the love of some and the bane of others. Exactly. One of its distinct features was that it didn't clarify what the objective was. Players were left to their own devices to decipher the myriad of possibilities the situation could unravel. Interesting. So there was no designated plot or objectives? Technically, yes. Instead of providing a clear path, the game drops subtle hints for players to follow. The clues guide users to the end goal over time through exploration and repeated gameplay. Yes, and the puzzles were really a unique attraction. Infamously complex and time-consuming, they called for logical deduction, decoding symbols, and applying discovered knowledge in unexpected ways. Must have been intensely rewarding upon solving them, bringing about those eureka moments. Indeed. Many players recount the joy of their monumental discoveries the satisfaction of cracking a puzzle that had stumped them for hours, if not days. It was so much more than just gaming. Mist required a type of thinking that wasn't common in other games of its time. Isn't that right, Christopher? Absolutely. Hence, Mist is regarded as an intellectual gamer's haven. It's like an elaborate mind maze that challenged you in unexpected ways. Sounds to me like Mist really did set a new standard for gameplay mechanics. Do you remember over time how players internalized the mechanics of Myst? It was like learning to play a complex instrument. Sure, at first the puzzles seemed obscure, even abstract, but when you got the hang of it, it was just like a beautiful symphony of the mind. Yes, the process of mastering Myst was gradual. Day by day you became entwined with the eerie yet beautiful environment of the island. At times it felt like Myst was playing with you, laying out its crafty snares, watching you struggle then succeed. It was like a mind-bending dance. A dance, you say? That's one way to put it, Chalen. But that's what made Mist stand out. Even though you were constantly stumped by a puzzle, the colorful and scenic world of Mist lured you back. The game was harsh yet magnetic. You met with failure time and again. But each success felt like a massive victory. It was a cocktail of frustration and triumph, wasn't it? No doubts there, Robert. The euphoria of solving a complex puzzle felt unmatched. That joy you experienced when seemingly random symbols formed an answer. It was truly something unique. Oh, the joy of finding an overlooked detail or realising you've misinterpreted a clue. We've all been there, hitting ourselves with that eureka moment, and you suddenly feel like a genius. I recall feeling euphoric every time I solved a puzzle. It gave me a sense of accomplishment, Truly, the process of beating Mist was both rewarding and torturous. Those complex puzzles were Mist's trademark, giving the game its reputation for complexity. It really pushed the players to think out of the box. I must confess, cracking those riddles offered a satisfaction unlike anything else.
We've been reminiscing about how Mist's puzzles challenged us, but it's not just the unforgettable puzzles that define Mist. It's the ripple effect it had on our gaming industry. Mist wasn't just a game, it was a trendsetter. Indeed, Robert. The success of Mist gave birth to an entire subgenre of adventure games. Often referred to as Mist clones, these games tried to emulate what made Mist popular. Games with intricate puzzles, immersive environments, and a heavy emphasis on exploration. Don't forget the non-linear gameplay, too. Mist showed that games could be non-linear, allowing the player to decide their path. The concept wasn't new, but Mist executed it excellently. Mist's impact is undeniable. It demonstrated how storytelling and puzzle solving can coexist beautifully within a game, creating a compelling user experience. To our audience, who have no idea of its legacy, I recommend you check out the clones and see how their mechanics are still tied to the path Mist laid out. And it's not just adventure games that owe a debt to Mist. You can see its influence in modern games too. Even today, in genres ranging from platformers to RPGs, you can see echoes of Mist's design philosophy. Developers across the board discovered the potency of adding intricate puzzles into their games. So it is safe to say that Mist became a cornerstone in game design. But one thing still puzzles me. Do we have any idea why Mist's particular form of puzzle solving was so beguiling that game developers felt compelled to adopt and adapt it? That, Chalin, is a million-dollar question. But maybe it was the sheer challenge that Mist presented, or the sense of accomplishment when you finally solved a puzzle. It's this that keeps players coming back, and consequently must have appealed to game developers as well. A plausible theory, Robert. Mist's success was a reflection of the player's craving for mental stimulation. It's clear that its legacy isn't just in the games it inspired, but in the very principles of game design that we see today. Mist wasn't simply a game that we all loved to play. It had an enormous cultural impact that transcended borders. It's fair to say that Mist has influenced generations of gamers and developers worldwide. Also, do you remember the many expansions, remakes and ports we've seen over the years? Not just that, Robert, but remember how Mist was referenced widely in the popular culture of the time. It was such a sweet surprise to see our beloved game mentioned or referenced in TV shows and other media. It did become like a phenomena, didn't it? Even going beyond being a groundbreaking game, it created a wave that spread throughout the entertainment industry. Mist really was a cultural icon. Absolutely. The Mist series continued to evolve, introducing new characters, worlds and puzzles, and even exploring deeper narratives. What I am curious about is... How did the game fare in countries outside the US? I mean, considering the game involves complex puzzles and a great deal of English reading, it's interesting to know about the reception Mist had in non-English speaking countries. That's an excellent point, Chalen. I don't have an exact answer to that. One thing is sure, though. The lure of the game transcended the text and language barrier. The international gaming community embraced it wholeheartedly, drawn to the innovative gameplay above all. So I guess it's safe to say that Mist didn't just influence the future of games, but also how they are absorbed and celebrated in popular culture across borders. Mist, a revolutionary game indeed. It was quite a sensation among critics during its release. Do you remember its reception, guys? To a certain extent, yes, Robert. I know the game was praised widely, but that's pretty much it. Can you jog my memory about the specific accolades the game received? Sure, Chalin. 
The game broke conventions and was critically acclaimed for its immersive, non-linear approach. It bagged numerous awards, including Macworld's Adventure Game of the Year and Interactive Game of the Year in 1994. It also received a mix of reviews, some praising its ingenuity, while others criticized its perceived lack of character interaction. Still, it was regarded as a game-changer. Indeed, groundbreaking is the word. Compared to other games, Myst stood out with its conditions that required critical thinking and problem-solving skills rather than quick reflexes. It was a refreshing shift from shoot-'em-up, fast-paced action games that were quite common during that time. Can you recall other specific reviews that garnered attention, Robert? Certainly, Christopher. For example, Computer Gaming World termed Myst as a gorgeously crafted game that provides a gentle brain workout. Even the New York Times lauded it for housing's ethereal romantic logic that actually makes you feel smart. However, a couple of reviewers argued that Myst's lack of direction actually worked against it. They regarded it as baffling and confusing, thus polarizing audiences to a certain extent. Well, that's expected considering the game's complex nature. You lose some, and you win some. One thing that's undeniable, though, the visuals and audio of Myst were beyond comparison and added another layer to the gaming experience that resonated with a lot of players. I've to agree with you, Christopher. The visual and auditory splendor of the game certainly elevated the gaming experience. The intricate visuals often left the players in awe of the surreal, supernaturally beautiful island. Undoubtedly, Myst not only offered innovative gameplay but a unique ambient experience – all those elements have justly earned it a timeless aura of nostalgia and reverence. It's interesting to explore how Myst went beyond just being a game. It essentially engendered a whole community. True, Chalin. Even today, decades later, there's still an active Myst community on the internet. It seems the game's complex puzzles and narrative attracted a uniquely dedicated fan base. Did these fans engage with each other, Robert? Or was it typically a solitary endeavour exploring this game's world? Although a player's journey through the game was solitary, the community was incredibly interactive. Fans would discuss theories, share experiences, collaborate to uncover the many mysteries. They would create in-depth guides, walkthroughs and fan art that elucidated the game's complex universe. The community really extended their experiences beyond the confines of the game itself. That's fascinating. A game like Myst, full of secrets and non-linear paths, certainly lends itself to speculation and theory crafting. I can see how it would have fostered such a strong community. Absolutely, Christopher. And the discussions weren't limited to just dissecting the game. The forums also echoed with shared struggles and triumphs over the game's notorious puzzles. Additionally, the narratives weaved by fans developed the lore further, allowing it to stay relevant and fresh. It seems like Myst was not only a game-changing adventure, but also an idyllic space that nurtured rich camaraderie among its players. Robert, Christopher, let's talk about the audio of Myst. The soundtrack and sound effects were something else, weren't they? Without a doubt, Chalin. Auditory elements play a significant role in any narrative, but in a game like Myst, it was more profound. The audio experience was designed not just to get players' attention, but to deeply submerge them into the game's atmospheric island setting and to guide their exploration. Can you give us some examples, Robert? Sure. 
Remember how the sound of seagulls and ocean waves accompanied your detective work around the island? Whispery breeze through the trees as you ventured deeper into the forest? Distinct mechanical noises of contraptions as players interacted with puzzles. Ah, those sound elements did give an extra layer of realism. They reinforced the isolation and emphasized the desolateness of the island. Exactly. And it was all achieved thanks to Mist's audio engineers, who included these detailed and realistic sound effects. Also, a shout-out to composer Robin Miller, who created timeless soundtrack complementing the game's environment. The haunting yet beautiful themes in each location added depth to the game's narrative structure and further heightened the overall immersive experience. I'm curious, Robert. Did Mist audio affect gameplay in any pivotal way? Yes, indeed. The sounds in Mist provided cues to players, guiding their path through the game's non-linear narrative. They served almost like audio clues, enhancing the key moments and aiding in puzzle solving. Mist's audio was never just about setting an aesthetic. It was actually integral to the gameplay. So the music and sounds weren't just atmospheric supplements, but they were imbued with purpose. That's really captivating details to know. What did it feel like playing Mist, guys? Was it just an exciting computer game or something more than that? An interesting question, Chalen. It was definitely more than just a game. Mist had a profound psychological impact on its players, including me. The isolation and calmness it induced felt unique compared to many games of its time. I still vividly remember feeling as if I was actually stranded on a deserted island, trying to unravel its mysteries. It was unnerving, but engrossing. I can confirm that. The feeling was quite eerie, and the way it compelled introspection. Bizarre for a computer game. But honestly, it felt like stepping into a surreal dream. Surreal, solitary, and disconnected from reality. That's quite intense, like experiencing a different world altogether. Robert, can you recall any specific instance when the game had a strong emotional or psychological impact on you? Sure. There were many such moments, but one that particularly strikes me is when I was stuck on a difficult puzzle. It was frustrating, yet the peaceful island setting had a calming influence on me. Instead of rage quitting, I found myself completely immersed, exploring the island, thinking and reflecting. Somehow the game kept you engrossed, whether you were decoding complex puzzles or merely exploring the stunning landscapes. Quite a psychological trip, isn't it? It transcended the barrier of being just a game and became an interactive psychological experience. It was more like entering the mind of the creators, caught between their creativity and your perception. So let's delve into something that encapsulates the sense of intrigue and discovery that's widespread throughout Myst. We're talking about the Easter eggs hidden in Myst. What Easter eggs? Are you saying a digital island isn't an egg, right? Hi, good question. No, Chalin, they're not the eggs you cook for breakfast. In the gaming world, Easter eggs refer to hidden content, features, or inside jokes developers subtly place within the game environment. I see, that's interesting. They are like treasure hidden for the explorers. Do you remember any notable ones, Robert? Well, one I distinctly remember involves a secret code on the game's iconic green leaf. A keen observer could find a hidden phrase when the leaf was viewed under a particular light and at a specific angle. And these Easter eggs weren't just there for amusement. Many of them contained crucial clues and key codes that would unravel Myst's captivating secrets, adding another layer to the game's intricate design. Equally intriguing as their Easter eggs 
was the game's promotional materials. The creators did an especially impressive job on this front. I remember those. The advertisements were as mysterious as the game itself, right? Absolutely, Chalin. The promotional trailers, print ads, even the cover art on the Mist game box had pages ripped from the in-game linking books. The promotional content effectively piqued gamers' curiosity. It did a fantastic job of making us wonder, what on earth is happening? What does all of this mean? Overall, the success of Myst was a combination of many well-executed elements, and the mystery-infused Easter eggs and engaging advertisements certainly played a significant role. Perhaps we could take a moment to assist new players looking to delve into the world of Myst. Chalen, as someone who appreciates the appeal Myst holds for newcomers, how about you kick us off? Sure, Robert. Understanding Myst can seem challenging initially given its intricate gameplay. However, the key lies in patience and exploration. Take time to wander around the island. Click everything that looks interesting. Interactive items usually trigger a sound hint. The point-and-click method, right? And if I may add, don't shy away from trial and error. Some button might seem to have no immediate effect, but it could change something elsewhere. Observe closely. Exactly, Chris, and don't forget to take notes, literal notes. Mist can be quite complex. Remembering all the symbols or colors can add up. Plus, it's part of the experience. Creating physical ties to the game brings a certain sense of authenticity that matches Mist's immersive nature quite well. It also, surprisingly, makes the game feel more personal. Indeed, the immersion of Mist is amplified when you involve elements of reality into it. And remember, the key to mastering Mist is not necessarily being the smartest or quickest. It's more about being observant, patient, and willing to explore. Well said, Chris. Now to all the newcomers trying Mist for their first time, welcome to the enigmatic island. We hope our little walkthrough has offered some valuable insights. We will be back to explore another iconic game of the Golden Era. Until then, do let us know about your adventurous trip into the world of mist and we'll see you in the next episode.